This is the Let's Talk About It podcast, where we talk about anything and everything. So come join the conversation. See what's going on this week. Yeah, bang. My bad, you guys. I'm sorry. I uh, showed up a little late to the party. Uh, I was having a, a, a pretty uh, heated conversation with my wife and my mom and my mother-in-law. Gotcha. Uh, we got to talk about religion and shit. Yeah. Time was <laughs> religion and politics. Things would definitely get heated. Yeah, man. Oh yeah, man. Well, let's get the show rolling. Yeah, Thank man. you for tuning right, back. What, in, what was y'all talking about? Oh, we're no, just talking about whatever. Yeah. Life, family, man. Life, getting, again, what I talked about in the uh, the, the um, group chat, you know, the guy from my church who passed away, you know, 38 years old, man. Like, um, car accident, man. Life is precious, so. Man, and I'm so sorry to hear that, too, dude. Yeah, it's so sorry. Sad news. Yeah, it is sad news, man. Especially, again, when you know the people and, you know, know the family and all of that. It's uh, it's just one of those things, and, and that Combined with, again, when I got back from Vegas, man, I got no car accident. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? It wasn't yeah. high speed or nothing like that, but I was like, oh, my goodness. Like, you know, it's all. It's crazy because obviously when we get Thank older, we start, you know, questioning your own mortality. Mm-hmm. Because now it's people we know that are getting sick and passing away. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I always think about that, too. Like, some of my friends that have passed, I'm like, man, I just saw you the other day. We're talking about this and that, and now you're gone. Like, yeah. I don't even know how to feel about that. You know, as, I mean, we all say, yeah, we could all say the things that are ease our mind, but do we really know? We don't. Mm-hmm. But we we tell ourselves these things just because it helps us move along and move forward. Yeah, because we even talked about it in the podcast. Uh, and consider your mind. Well, you know, time does not wait for nobody. No, nope. it just keeps ticking away. It don't matter. I say it like time is disrespectful. Yes, very. Yeah, like unforgiven. Body or nothing. You guys, uh, I was. You know, time is a measurement. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. And I don't know, man. I always reflect. Anytime I start thinking about time, I reflect on like uh, history. Because mm-hmm. that's what it is. You know what I mean. You are creating history for tomorrow. So the shit you do don't necessarily my my uh my pops, um he was my step pop, but he's my I call him my pop. You mm-hmm. know, my dad. Uh he used to always say lemon seed, you know, he's talking about lemon seed. And as I start to get older, you know, it started to make more sense. You know, and it and it kind of brought me back to what like Mino was saying about time. Like, you know, we're only here for a, a certain amount of time. Period. And <laughs> What you do on that time, you know, I feel like is very important. You know what I mean? Because you're not affecting you. You're affecting somebody else. We're living for each other. I've, it, that's just kind of like my thing. I feel like we're we're living for each other. You know? Um, yeah, life is about relationships. I've said yeah, that many times. Life gonna life somebody is about else. relationships. You know? I don't know. Damn, that that's kind of deep right here in the beginning. <laughs> yeah, no, no, for real, man. Confronted with real oh, life. Oh, damn, Mino. Okay, yeah, Mino. Yeah. <laughs> Mino, Mino's a, he's a man of extremes. You know, mm-hmm. he get he gets real deep, then he gets real playful. 
Could I switch up? Could I switch up? Could I switch it up? I, I, I want to get you guys. Yeah, as a, yeah. Did you guys? Because uh, we talked about this uh, a few weeks. We brought this up, and you know, it's kind of a dudes <clears throat> talk. We always talk sports. Uh, yeah, I know where you're going. And I'm going with the Britney thing. DG. Yeah, man, Britney Free DG, Britney Griner. Jeez, nine years they gave her. Nine. Did you Did you hear what she said? You know, she apologized to the team. Was like, I'm sorry. You know. Mm. Uh, my action, she plugged, uh, played guilty. You know, took yeah. nine, took <laughs> nine. She trying to be like Bobby Schmurder of the NBA, of the WNBA. <laughs> Man, she like I'm no. about to just take it. I'm about to just take it. Well, well, from what I understand, like because it was like it's Russia, man. Like the way it goes over yeah. there, courts are different. She was guilty. You're guilty until proven innocent. They was yeah. gonna give her something, and so she was just making it easier on herself and cooperating. But, no, but I understand it's going to be a prisoner. Again, the politics of it is going to be a prisoner exchange. You know what I'm saying? So now, she has to be a prisoner in order for this exchange there to happen. There you go. You got to see for an exchange time. to happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes yes. sense. So, so all right, we'll go. And then once she's considered a prisoner, they'll switch. But what about the other dude that they asked for? I haven't heard anything about him. Um, again, yeah, there you go. We're going to get more details. Like, I got to find more details on him. We got to try to get somebody else, too. And I'm. Again, yeah. we got some people they want back apparently. So again, politics, man. It's uh, bro, politics. I, I, I seen a comment and I wanted to bring this up too. Was um there's a lot of people locked up here in the United States of America for weed. Mm-hmm. For for the same shit she got. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um I would like to see them people free too. That's I would right. like seriously, if you're gonna free, free guys for that, you like I said to uh to you guys before, you set a precedence. You know what I mean? So now Everybody else with that same charge got to get free. You done went to a whole nother country and took this nigga for that. Like, you you got free everybody, bro. I, that's just my opinion. I've, you got free everybody who, who got weed charges. Fuck it. Mm-hmm. No, there's definitely a big and, one. And, and you got legal. You got to decriminalize weed because, you know, it's still federal where, where marijuana mm-hmm. is illegal. It's on a federal level. You got to take that out the fucking thing, too. Fuck it. Mm-hmm. That's just my yeah, opinion. Yeah. I take it all no, out. No. No, uh, it's true because again, it's in there not because you know it's supposed to be there, like you know. And this yeah, is the AA saying, talking. but it's it's, it's politics. <laughs> yeah, it's, you know, it's, it's it's all politics, yeah. man. And and it's frustrating because you know as you get older and you start to see that more. I didn't understand politics when I was younger. None of that stuff or how much it really affects your life or how much you, of what you see is actually again for show political theater. You yeah. know, it's it's just something that again it it messes with your mind because you're thinking it's real. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's like, uh, what was it? The game, you know, the, the rapper, the game said, man, like I used to think the rap and stuff, you know, it was real rap beef for real. Like I was going to die in this stuff, like Tupac yeah. and Biggie style. He's like, I thought I, that's when I thought it was real. It's like, I knew it wasn't real when I was at an award show and like, they would just like replace people. Like you'd be sitting next to somebody and like a seat fillers, like people were supposed to have beef with each other in the same room and stuff. And he was just yeah. like, nah, this, yeah. this stuff ain't real. <laughs> Sound like Santa Claus ain't real, you know. Yeah. The gangster rap, you know, legends—they really don't hate each other like that. No, well, just like you know, yeah. you go see The Rock, you know what I mean, or uh, Brock Lesnar or something like yeah, that. Yeah. It's not the real shit, you know. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's like, and again, and speaking of that, shout out to again. We always talk about The Rock somehow. That's not a bad thing though. Uh, he has that show, you know, Young Rock, which is interesting. Talking about like his life growing up, and you know, his dad was a wrestler back in you know the day. Um, he's like uh, first black, you know, champion or something like that. Yeah. Um, and Rocky Johnson and talking about like having to do it for the show. They drive away in a really nice car, but then pull up to a motel. He's like, "Hey, man, it's all part of the gimmicks, all part of the act. I got to keep up the act." 
you know? Yeah. And he's like, oh, so that's why, you know, we can't go out with Uncle Sheik? Like, you know, the Iron Sheik was his yeah. big, like, enemy. Yeah. But, like, they all played, you know, that was, like, his uncle. Like, yeah. in the house. They played poker together. They like, real to but, the Yeah, it was real. Yeah, but again, yeah. but on TV... Mortal enemies, you know, it's got to yeah. be real. <laughs> yeah. But they can't be out and about doing it publicly because they got to keep up with the gimmick, keep up with the image they've set that people are investing in. Yeah. You know, it's deep, man. Now, now you realize, wait a minute, they're doing this with nations and countries? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this ain't for no heavyweight champion, like, for no <laughs> title belt. This is for, you know, territory right now. Man. So yeah, man, free BG. You know, hopefully, um, BG. you know that all works out, man. And um, I don't think I want to go to Russia. I gotta be real with y'all on a list of countries <laughs> that I want to visit. You know, Saint Petersburg looks cool on TV. I'm gonna just look yeah. at it like that. I'm cool. <laughs> I don't know what country would y'all want to go to. We can go to any country right now. Right now? Yeah. Like, or like, is there a country on your bucket list? Oh yeah, definitely, man. I want to uh, hit up like Kenya. You know, I've never been in the continent, but, like, Kenya. I know some Kenyan yeah. people that are real cool. And um, Mombasa, particularly, that city is real, like, real beautiful out here. And then, um, you know, ooh, off the beaten path, man, I want to check out Turkey. I would love to go, like, Istanbul, Istanbul, Turkey. <laughs> like, because, again, the history stuff. It's a lot of history. That's, like, right in between Asia and Europe. You know, it's the Middle East. That was, like, you know, the Silk Road and all that stuff used to go there. A lot of culture. Um, I just think that would be real cool, but... I don't know if they got a civil. Is there a war going on there or something? That's, that's one of the places you got to check out to before you go. <laughs> Make sure things is all right. <laughs> you know? Yeah, for real, I, I honestly, I, I want to go back home. I want to go see where I was actually born. Oh, okay. So you didn't see the last see, time? I don't remember. Obviously, I was still, still like a baby when we were there. But I want I want to see the refugee camp that my mom traveled to to where I was born. I want to follow. I want to follow the path that she took when she had to escape Laos during the war to get to the refugee camp. That's what I wanted. Oh, you want to march that? You want to take that? Yes. That, that path. That's deep. Boy, that is deep. You know. Yeah. Wow. Because I want to also see. I want to see like where my dad died and stuff like that, and like just to follow that path, like because I was lucky enough to go back to Laos when. The village and the neighborhood that she lived in was right behind the Capitol building. Like, yeah. she was there. But now the government has came in and tore all that down, so they don't live there anymore. But I was happy to get to see where my grandma's house was, where my mom grew up, you know, like, but I never got to see uh, the road that she took to escape the communist army and all that stuff. Like, what that was like, you know what I mean? To go in the middle of the night and not tell her mom and dad where she was going. And escaping pretty much. It's like, it's crazy to think what uh, she went through. That's to like, get the, the, yeah, that's yeah, like the equivalent. I can always, the equivalent I can think of is like if, if I was to go like the Underground Railroad path or something, that would yeah. be like the equivalent to like actually just go through and like see if I, that's, man, that's deep. Yeah. And like, <laughs> even the country itself, Laos has a lot of crazy history. Like, it's the most bombed country. In the world, people don't know about that. It's the most violent, you said? No, bombed. Oh, bombed. Yeah, yeah there was a war zone. And there's still live landmines in the jungles. That's still Oh, bad. I bet. From the Vietnam borders in that area, Thailand, uh, Cambodia's right down there. Yeah. So it's crazy. 
it's crazy even just to think, you know, like back then how life was. Like yeah. it's nuts. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like life could be very different. And my mom didn't make that trip. I know that for a fact. Yeah, but to think about that, man, one decision in life that, you know, our parents or somebody make changed the whole trajectory of it. Literally. You know, it changed your whole life. Because I think about that with my mom remarrying, you know. Again, she got married real young, you know, when she was 19 and had me right before she turned 22. And then um, they divorced. But then she remarried when I was five. You know, that's my, you know, my pops. As you say, like, you know, my stepdad, but it's my dad. Yeah, and, yeah. like, getting a family reunion, I was just at. That's that side of the family. All of that. Like, I don't know what my life would be. You know, I've never been to Minnesota. We maybe never would have left Chicago. You know, it's crazy is that I don't. Um, I, I know my, my life st- wouldn't be this. My story, <laughs> the whole immigrant story, is not just my story. There's a million of us that have the yeah. same similar stories from Cambodia, Thailand, Laos, other people that you know, refugees that came from Asia. Like a lot of my friends that are Asian, that's their family story too. Yeah, that guy here. Yeah. But and yeah. it's like, it's crazy. And it's, you could ask any first generation Asian American that came from Asia what that life story is like. It's all similar, escaping war. You know, like, it's crazy to think. Like, it's very different. Mm-hmm. It, it reminds me, um, you know, they have a, a channel Vice and they're having little commercials, little short clips or whatever. And one of them was uh, sat down with this guy that was a photographer and he's a Cambodian. And I think his parents were immigrants, stuff like that, similar story. And but him documenting that, you know, that's his project, you know, documenting Cambodian the immigrant life over here. And one picture he took, he stopped this guy because on his hands it said killing fields, you know, Cambodian killing fields, that famous thing. But on one, it had like I guess those temples, you know, kind of the famous, like, you know, uh, like kind of step, like temple, like, you know, things shape that is distinctly kind of from that area and then but then it had on his other hand was the city buildings you know where they were at the city and they both said killing fields because they had gang issues you know Cambodian gangs and stuff so the same thing was like wow brought the killing fields over that violence of it so that imagery was just powerful like you know it's it's crazy but even when you think about it you can even see it like gangland and all this stuff they covered the Asian community and Wives like that when they yeah. first came here, that's all they had it was just a community of Asian people and were getting picked on. Yeah, frogs getting picked on, made fun of, all that. But then you see the Western culture, the hip hop culture, yeah. it's relatable, right? Yeah. So they start adapting to that, and next thing you know, Asian gangs are popping up left and right, and they're coming by the numbers. So yeah. it's like they got nothing to lose. They're getting picked on, people taking taking advantage of, like, you know, and then all of a sudden the Asian population booms up and also oh Asian gangs are crazy. There's like a million of them and they're everywhere, but they do it differently. And I don't know, you go up around that and that's what you see and that's what it is now. So they only had each other. So that's the mentality. It's family. hmm Hell yeah. We was kind yeah. of talking about uh that earlier too, man. It was just uh well, humans are primates, you know, and like packed animals. Anyway, you know, like you'll see a line uh, or a pride of, of lines, you know, um, they here to help. Like I said, bring it back to like trying to benefit one another. You know, they come together to hunt. Why do they hunt? Because they got to eat. So, you know what I mean? They come together is more beneficial uh, if it's three of us hunting rather than me trying to go by myself and hunt. 
You know, yeah, you can take down you can take down bigger game. Yeah, yeah, we're like like wolves and shit. And so we use what stories we need to keep people in line to be able to get a group of people together. Why do you think there's militaries? Because they're all together for that common belief of protecting uh, uh something. You know what I mean? Um, it, it it has been like that. Just it's, it is crazy to see the human evolution. You know, us as civilizations and as people. Um, it's crazy, man. Uh, you start to really add up a bunch of individuals, and you can do a lot. You know, like, you know during that time when there's like the whole big uh, Asian hate going on. Yeah, it's not I've, I've never been so pissed in my life, bro. Like nothing gets me more mad than seeing an elderly Asian get picked on or beat on or taken advantage. Because I see my mom in that, you know what I mean, and it's like that's it's, empathy, man. And, and as crazy. a civilization, we running low on it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's happening to to all kinds of people. That's been happening to black people, white people. Like you, the, it's happening more often to to people now. You know, uh, to those who they're perceived as vulnerable, or or, or you know what? Maybe it's been, it, maybe it's been happening. It's just more televised because we got phones and and everybody's recording everything, so you can see it more now. It's more, and I think that makes it worse because people know that it's being recorded and they still do the shit. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like you still not knowing that you you are gonna be on camera doing this. Like you are that. My mom used to call that SOS. You stuck on stupid. You stuck, yeah. Like you just so, you know. I want to see. We all should be looking at uh, uh, like each other. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like that looks like that's my mom. You know what I mean? Whether she's white, black, whatever. You you know, an elderly lady. Shit, it's an elderly lady. That's somebody, mama. The elder. That's somebody, mama. Like damn. You know what I mean? Like even culture wise, cultural wise. Yeah. The Asian community puts a big thing on respect for elders. And oh yeah, you were talking about that too, like how you know in the household. Yeah, you know it's what I mean? all about respect. You respect the elders. That's why in America, when coming up here, and my mom saw just in general how the kids would talk back to the parents, or um, they would you know go away with their their grandparents. Yeah, all this and that. I said, wow. So it's, it was shocking to me because I wasn't scared of my mom. You know, like yeah. anything to say, I do. Clean your room. Yes, ma'am. Yo, and you then know? the cherry on top when Eminem dropped. We're like, damn, this nigga talking about killing his mom. I bet you Asian people hated Eminem. I was like, oh my God. Yeah. Even allow, no, we were allowed to say things like that. You can never black rappers on. Mm-hmm. My parents hated it. My parents yeah. hated we it. You just even know you was a crack fiend, mama. Yeah. You Man, always right. was a black was a queen, crack queen, mama. mama. And then contrast said to the Eminem. Hey, that's one of my world. favorite rock songs, yo. You all appreciate yeah. You know you hear that shit every Mother's Baby. Day. That's all you hear every Mother's Day. Oh, that song's so hard. That, no, and that, y'all know, and the soul food. Mama. Oh, yeah, yeah. Boys the men. You know. Mama, yeah. Queen <laughs> of my heart. What? That soul Mama. food, man. But but you know, but I think this is something that um you remember our girl uh your girl Lila T when she came on man really like that interview when she was talking about you know you don't have to know somebody in order to care about them yeah man in order to look out for them you feel what I'm saying yeah. um 
in order, like, instead of taking advantage of that person, yeah, you know, using that opportunity to help him, you're supposed to be helping an old lady with her groceries, yeah, but that's not crazy. knocking her down. You feel me? We like, running low. We running low on empathy, man. man. It's, it's true, man. No, and it's true. And it's developing what we did the show on narcissism. And that's yeah. textbook. Me, no, that's textbook. why. You know, I think narcissism is like your, your, your frustration, bro. Like, me, no, I know me, no, that shit is frustrating. That shit piss you off. I, I can feel it. I know. It's just kind of like, I just feel like people in society is just getting more stupid. Yeah. Don't think they're entitled. Like it. There's a movie called Idiocracy. If y'all ever seen that shit, mm-hmm. I hear about it. But I bro, ain't, you get yo man. I ain't never I'm seen you. <laughs> and that's another thing. That, okay, we're gonna. I want to switch this up real quick because it, it is a topic that I always wanted to okay. talk about. Because it, it can get heated, and me personally, I can see it from both ways. Um, right. this whole cop killing thing, or black people getting killed by cops, and yeah, when they get pulled over, this and that. I mean. In plain view, the first oh, no. thing people tend to say is, well, why didn't he just comply? Right? You figure a cop pulls yeah, you over, yeah. you just do what the cop says, exactly. and you're good, go about I'm your way. I'm a black man, and I've been pulled over a lot. I and it's lot. like, sometimes that's not the case. Yeah. You know, I understand that, too. But it's like, a lot of the times when I see the footage, I am going to say, well, why didn't he just do what the cop says? Yeah, You already know the situation of what's going on. The chances of you getting shot in this moment because the argument is getting heated. Yeah. Why not just keep quiet and just comply the best you can, even though it's not fair? At least you'll get to go home that day. But I, I think you there know? is some cases where cops do fuck with people and deliberately right. be on some ass. There are those shit. cases. There are all those cases. I don't want to take away from those, but no. I agree a hundred percent where. Like I said, man, I've been pulled over a lot, dude. Just fucking do what the fuck you say. What you, what you... Well, the whole thing about it is, again, it's just like, you know, like the whole, that's no different than anything like black people grow up knowing you have to be twice as good to get half as much. You have to be extra, you have to be perfect. And the issue we just have is like, bro, when we don't perform perfectly, we, you know, the consequences are death. Everybody else can, you know, not perform perfectly, can make mistakes, but they still get to go home. But yeah. You... Black people, again, when we make mistakes, we don't, they don't, Get to go home now. But black people extra though. I, I can say that. Black, oh they, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. again, again. There's a they there. You know, they're not calling a lot of times. They get out rolling because nothing is going on. There's no suspicion. Yeah. However, it's just that reaction. It's like, yo, man, everybody makes mistakes. You know, but yeah. I, again, I, if, you can, if you can somehow find a way, like after this, you know, this man just, shoots up a whole grocery store to like bring yeah. him in alive, he doesn't die. But yeah. the, you know the but guy who's unarmed. There's unarmed black people. They're not gonna kill that's them. The unarmed, you know. Yeah. And they, but they don't make it home. Like you keep seeing this pattern, man. I'm like, wait a minute. One of these things is not like the other. You're not gonna keep pissing on my head and calling it rain. Like, yeah. no, you do know how to handle these situations differently. It's just that maybe you're not cho- choosing it to do it with this group. There's gonna be it's some of those it's cases. Always, it's always gonna be case by case because the people yeah. involved are all different. It's not yeah. the same person, you know what I mean? So it's like, it's unfortunate that some cops are scared. We shouldn't have scared cops patrol. I'm, I'm scared cops make me even more nervous. Now that's, know what you, you know listen, what I mean? that's, that's the conversation that I, I like to have. Remember I told you I wanted to be in marketing and advertising? And I think one of the biggest marketing and advertising flaws that this country has ever seen was the defund the police thing. They did oh, it terrible. So yeah, that was stupid, terrible. Right? They did it so stupid. So now you can't even have the conversation. 
You know what I mean? Right. Has somebody in, a, in an argument ever came in so damn hot, y'all can't even discuss it because you didn't came in overly hot. So now I'm, I'm opposed to anytime you bring this up, right? Or any form of way. What that was, was uh, uh, they just had to uh, regulate how they reform policing. Make it be a four-year degree in college or something like that so you can justify actually paying them more because that is a tough fucking job and we do need police. But if you would say, okay, you need a four-year degree and now to be a cop, you're going to make 120 a year. You know what I mean? You could uh, justify uh, uh, paying them more. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. If you put more respect on a name. And a person who's done four years of college and had to do all of that shit and is making that, I doubt they're going to want to fuck that up. And also have it be more like the lawyer system. If you're a lawyer and you fuck up and you do malpractice or something, you cannot practice anywhere else. If you're a cop and you fuck up and you killed the nigga, you can go to Arkansas next week and have a fucking... <laughs> Like the guy killed Philando is in our Dallas, right? Yeah, and that's the problem because you just recycling these fucked up cops, right? Then you just got a pool of fucked up cops and you're recycling them through different fucking areas. So fuck that. If you if you make a mistake or whatever malpractice, you're not able to fucking uh, be a cop anywhere. You lose your your license to practice. Or mm-hmm. just like but again, like but that. you see, again, what did we talk that's about we earlier? The politics, that. baby. There's politics but, with that but shit. That's what I'm saying. I'm coming from both sides. I'm saying yeah. I want to support the cops and because we need them. I know how necessary police. Yeah, my uncle's a retired police officer, and I know that that type of job. We need that job. Uh, so it's just I'm unfortunate because there's some bad apples that ruin it for cops that yeah. actually give a damn. You know, yeah. I mean? mm-hmm. cops that actually stop by the neighborhood. I remember when I was a kid, this cop officer knew he was also my dear. Dare, uh, I don't know if you guys remember Dare. Officer Child was my Dare officer. Shut up. Yeah, yeah. And he stopped by, he played ball with us. He played ball with us, throw the football, checking us, like calling us by names, like, you know, hey, how's your brother doing? He's still in school. That's a cop. Yeah. He's in the neighborhood. We exactly. see him, you know, and like, I felt safe. Like, anytime time cop came, hey, officer knew what's good. Yeah. He's like, you ready to get crossed over? I'm like, oh, you know, like, he'd be talking smack mm-hmm. with Like, he was one of us. He lives in the city. He's there. You yeah. know what I mean? But then when I go to certain other areas, you know, like it, it doesn't feel like that. I feel like a cop someone want to be there. No, you and that's I mean? the truth. You could you again, I think that would go a long way to solve all these issues. This is like the cops themselves who are policing these areas. You have all these white cops who are policing black areas when maybe they don't have necessarily the best relationship with black people. They don't even live in that area. They don't mm-hmm. have any experience, any connection. I think that's the problem. Like they're, they're not out in the far community. away. Yeah, they're not of the community. They're not they're not invested. They're not so they don't have that. When they see them, they don't you know think, oh, that could be my son. That could be my you know such mm-hmm. and such. That could be no. There's that could be my such and such's friend. You know, there is completely divorced. And so like it's because I think it would be different, bro. It, it it would be so much more obvious if it was the other way. If you have black officers policing white neighborhoods, okay, mm-hmm. they're not yeah. part of it all. But yet they're demanding their boss and that. Yo, people would know that doesn't work. That something's wrong. There's something's off. And if something happens, there's more, you know, people die and stuff like that. Is there any cases where right. a black cop has killed a white kid? I'm sure there is, but yeah, it's not. Yeah, yeah, of course. You know? But again, there's few and far between. I remember that was that one uh, no, again, he was Muslim brother. Um and um in Minneapolis he killed this white lady. Yeah, like, she called that the police. Running out yeah. and the dude killed. Oh, I was like, oh my goodness, they killed. Nah, him. he was like, Somalia, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He was Somalia, bro. I was like, and I was like, man. Again, when you're killing, that was wild. People, yo, exactly, bro. But here's the thing. My whole thing is, you know, like when people even talk about like this whole, you know, 
black and people versus white people, or like black people and the cops and their issues historically with the police. It's about the fact that we're unarmed. That'd be killing me. It's not like gang fights where they busting back at the police, boom, 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 have it out. No, this is not what's going that, on. That's a different story. That's a, that's a whole different story. Like, and nobody's, you know, advocating for the Crips or the Bloods or whatever. No, we're talking about 17-year-olds walking from, like, the store and shit. We're talking about dudes, like, that are unarmed, don't have no weapons on them, and yet the police kick, shoot them and kill them, actually. Bro, I cannot like, find a black. No weapon. A white That's kid. the issue, and that doesn't happen in the reverse. Like, why? How? Yeah, how is this find. black person so threatening to you when you got a vest on? You got weapons. You got all. This man got a soda in his hand. Now I'm talking about his I want wallet, to... and you shot him. You unloaded the clip on him, bro. And we expect you gonna piss on my head and call it rain. That's another thing where it comes to the training of a cop. I don't want no scared cop patrolling the streets yeah. I'm living. You know what I mean? Yeah, and if you did, I'm just saying you're scared. Stress. That's stress. You're scared. Him. You're the one with the gun. I don't have nothing. And you pull me over in the middle of the night and you all yelling at me already, I'm complying, but I still don't trust you to the point where you think that if I were to reach for my wallet, I'm reaching for a gun. I don't need that to happen. You know what I mean? And it's like the cops, I think, need to just be better trained. If you're scared, don't be a cop. You know what I mean? Okay. Cops are number of US police defending the community. The number of US police officers murdered is up by 59%, and that was back in April. So that's because all this damn, you know, that's a scary job against cops. It is a scary job. That's you a don't know scary when you're coming job. home or not. Yeah, man. You know? And no one's arguing the fact Finding that a cop's lot. job is easy. And this is cop's why I'm not, is not easy. And this it's is like second. I'm coming up to the car with the gun out. For no reason. <laughs> I'm pulling up to the whip with the gun out. Everybody a suspect today, Craig. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So no, and that's the problem. Yo, I remember when they did little footage, man. Not to hash this out, but again, we're, from, we're from you know Minnesota, and the, when the George Floyd case, when they had the body camera, like they really showed the image. Like when they pulled up on him, they had the gun out already. When George Floyd yeah. turned around, it was a gun in his face, and they're wondering why he's scared. I was like, bro, he's scared. Of course, not the most compliant. He's shaking it like nigga. When you're doing this to people, oh, why doesn't he act better? you act i'm like i yeah. really want to see these people who are performing so perfectly in these situations man look like, i was over south a whole unfair ago. judgment like nah man this is it in in r.i.p george floyd man but i was over i was over there a couple weeks ago nigga i was i had my gun out <laughs> Shit, now you gotta. I can't, I can't blame anybody for having their gun out. No, especially oh. you got to do it now, man. Like my cousin, like he brought it. You know, took Good. his gun. I was like, hey, why you bringing it out? He's like, just in case, you know, after that, you know, um, Buffalo shooting. He's like, just in case, you know, somebody decided to do something crazy. Yeah, listen, and I the people that. around me don't have a gun. I may, you know, have to save a life. That's you what know? I said. I said that the other day. Yeah, man. I'm like, yo, man. That's that's a real mentality. You know, you got to protect your. You got to protect other people from the people that want to do harm, and you got to have it on you. Something to protect them with. That's why this argument of gun control and everything will never get resolved. Nah, that shit. It cats out the bag. It's over. It's too late. Like you can't put the genie in the bottle. You know, it's it's That's already sold. It's already out there. It's. I, I remember when I went to go get my license to carry glass, and the amount of stupid questions that came out of people's mouths. <laughs> I was shocked, oh. and I was like, "This is why I'm here to get my gun." My gun license. They are because I do not trust any of y'all in this classroom with a gun. What you mean you check the gun by looking down the barrel? What you mean? Yeah. What the hell was that? You do not look down the barrel of a gun. 
loaded or unloaded. You always treat it like it's what? Loaded. loaded. You always treat it like it's loaded. Uh, Absolutely. And, yeah, and it's crazy. And it's like, and you wonder why people are out there trying to get guns because it's other crazy people out there that have guns. Mm-hmm. Because somebody said, got something. Again, it's not like, again, it's not by you not having one is going to prevent anybody else or persuade, like, you know, there's no... You know, you know what, such and such. I'm sure I'm, you didn't bring your gun out today, so I'm not going to either. No, nobody's thinking that shit. They on their own agenda. You know, and people have their own agendas out here, and um, you know, you best so you better have your own too. You know, because especially if you got more to lose, man. You got family, you know, you know this man got grown ass kids. He got grandkids. He want to see and stuff. You know, you got to torn too because of these school shootings and especially the most recent one in Texas. That hurts, man. Like. Uh, how do you just open fire on a bunch of kids? I'd rather yeah. have it and uh, not yeah. need it than need it and, ha- and, and not yeah, have it. it. It's like a condom. Married the Glock. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> no, it's like a condom. Yeah, better better have it on you. That's what comes down to, people. Protect using yours. You feel me? Any means is necessary. Yeah, by any means, man. And again, speaking of which, to switch gears slightly about protecting yourself. Man, uh-huh. monkeypox. Oh, shit. Monkeypox is out. Fucking clean yourself, people. God damn it. Yeah, yeah. Dirty yeah, ass I don't know nothing about it. Like, you know, I'm just looking on, you know, all of a sudden Shade Room on Instagram. Like, you know, Joe Biden. Shout out to Sleepy Joe. You know, he said he's in a state <laughs> of emergency or something. I'm saying, wait a minute. How did... But You know, if you have monkeypox, you know. Bro, so why are you going around and touching there, people? Like... That's how it spreads. Human interaction. You have it while you're out there talking to people. I pulled it up on the CDC. Monkeypox is a disease that can cause flu-like symptoms and a rash. Human-to-human transmission of monkeypox virus occurs by direct contact uh, with lesions, infected bodily fluids, uh, or exposure to respiratory secretions during prolonged face-to-face contact. Reports of human-to-human transmission include close contact with a person with monkeypox symptoms. A person is considered to be infectious until all scabs separate and a fresh layer of skin is formed. Oh, wow. That, that last image, all, all of them separate yeah. fresh layer yeah, of skin. The shedding image just came to my head. Yeah. Man. Like, ew, so some fucking and sucking. That's how you get that. <laughs> Bodily fluids and long face-to-face uh-huh. contact. Uh-huh. Respiratory, just, all in that throat. I yeah, see what you nasty people doing. Just hey, be man. considerate, people. God damn it. Like, you sick, you got shit. Keep to yourself. What the fuck? Yeah, man. I stayed in the house during COVID, man. You feel me? I had to do what I had to do. Again, self-control. People don't have that. Again, hit it's only drive throughs Domino's has a drive through window. Order in advance, man, on the app. Boom. Just hand me the this box. right here. Infected, <laughs> infected <laughs> body fluids. Yeah, Yeah. now listen, disclosure uh, or disclaimer, um, nothing we say do not take as medical advice. We are not licensed medical people, so do not take anything we say as medical advice. This is medical advice for me, though. This is my medical advice. If you're sick and got monkeypox, stay your fucking (laughs) self. There you go. Easy as that. Everybody say, I want to be outside. I'm trying to be outside. No, no, inside. Inside. You want to be outside. Go on YouTube, type in outside and look at that shit. <laughs> Put on an Oculus. 
Put on some binoculars. Bro. Just, it's just, it's, all right, again, you guys like got said, the VR Oculus? Like the uh, no, he do. Metaverse? Yeah. Yeah, he anybody, got anybody devil in the, Okay, we'll talk. No, about he that. do. Do you? you? Got I, I, I need to get me one, dude. I need Man, to I'm get afraid one. to get one. I already, I did. Oh, the, oh, we had oh. the um the show on escapism about that shit. Like, I'm afraid. I might like it too much. Man, I'm not coming back on you niggas. Be doing this podcast from the metaverse. I listen. I was gonna talk to y'all about that too. Maybe off air, but like uh, getting together and doing a, a fucking metaverse for uh, some. I got a little show that I want to do. Is it be a, a like a AA meeting type of thing? Um, mm. On the metaverse and see if you guys wanted to join in. Uh, a AA verse, uh, AA meeting in the metaverse. Hell yeah, man! Damn. Well, yeah, You're man. Because I mean, you can't drink in the metaverse, so I guess I'm yeah. sober there. Yeah. So bridge. Technically, Look, I'm soberish. Yeah, I, you know, it's a metaverse. hella inclusive thing. We'll be talking about everything. We're gonna be talking about drinking, drugs, all that shit. So it's gonna be pretty tough. Mm-hmm. But yeah, back to monkeypox. <laughs> back to the monkeypox. No, it's all, it's just wild it because up. like because no because here's the thing like and I was looking at the comment section Shay room comments always funny but everybody's saying inside inside it's like is it outside everybody reverse that nope you know what it's, it's the end of the summer anyway you know it's been a good you know if you haven't done it by now you're probably not gonna do it stay your ass inside you know because and then people calling for it state of emergency is like lock us down Joe don't play with it <laughs> I'm like yeah. hey, hey man I don't know if I want lockdown again bro. Like, I don't know if I got another whole lockdown in me, but... I think that's what was driving people crazy. Man, for real. Lockdown and then finally got a chance to go outside and was losing their damn mind. Lost their damn mind. For real. Lost your motherfucking mind. Should have never gave you niggas money. (laughs) Hide the money, y'all. Just broke folk around. (laughs) Man. Oh, man. But, um, But you know what's wild, man? I think, um... There was yeah. a uh, there was a movie years ago called like Infection or Quarantine or something like that, and I swear it was about like these times, like these, you know, like movies. Man, it's been preparing us for okay, what is it like to get like okay if this happens a lockdown, but we think of it as like like a meteor strike. We looking at that shit like Armageddon, you know. Yeah. Um, but like, nah, man, this is a lot closer to home. This is real, um, and. Because, again, we're in a much more global world, too. You can travel from state to state internationally, go from place to place, and uh, things That's can just spread like faster. Yeah, man. You get shit from other countries and shit. Yeah, be from whole other countries. Exactly, man. So, um, you know, it's wild. But you don't want that to paralyze you. I don't want to, you know, be so anxious, so I don't want to travel no damn where, you know, or go nowhere, like, for real. Because, like we said, what we just got through talking about, man, you're trying to go to Laos. You know, you're trying to, you know, walk your underground railroad. You know, Man. I'm trying to go see some Istanbul stuff. Uh, I want to, I want to get out Siggity, but I don't, I don't know, man. I might have to start wearing condoms on my hands. <laughs> the hands. That's right, man. Shaking people's hands and stuff now. Mm-mm. So stuff. I mean, I gotta touch nothing. What, people touching. What you know, would I that see somebody do? with too much acne, monkeypox. Nope. Mm-hmm. I'm, I, I got some, y'all. Uh, I'm the married dude, you know what I mean? But what would that do for the dating game for y'all, man, with another, like, lockdown? Do you think, like, the dating scene has changed up nowadays? Now when date, I got to do it. Nowadays. <laughs> no, man, not. But I got to tell you, man, they're like, people go straight to hooking up, man. People are always going to be fucking, bro. It's just yeah, that man. now you really couldn't go nowhere. People just got to fucking slide through. You know, that'd be the thing. Or, like, you go out, you got to, like, meet out in public. Like, it'd be like a walk or something like that. Like, it's just, it changed like that. But it's just everybody was online. And so, um, 
It's just, and you know, girls be on there. People just want to talk, too, at the end of the day. Nobody dating these days, man. People just fucking and living their whole emotion. And they got a, <laughs> yo, they got an app for it, Mino. Like, uh, app, what, app. everybody on it. It ain't just like the dudes. Remember how it used to just be like the dudes who was thirsty and trying to find oh, it? Yeah. It's a lot of women. And you know, that's what I said during lockdown, man. A lot of late, yeah, everybody went online because people was lonely. They didn't want to talk to somebody. They want to see, man, please. Yeah, man. We always gonna have that, you know. That that ain't stopping nothing. And ain't got no means to stop it from reproducing. Like now, you can't. Twenty twenty two, man. Old school, like actual relationships are dead. They don't exist anymore. Dead. Yep. I've been telling people now, hey man, I'm I'm cool with the girlfriend experience. You know, <laughs> that's perfectly fine with me. While we together, we together. <laughs> when we gonna be together again? When we together again? That's it, man. That's it, man. If you if you in an actual relationship, consider yourself lucky. Mm-hmm. But you know, my my the realness of it is that I'm sorry. Eventually, down the line, one of y'all is gonna cheat or break up. That's just the reality. Mm-hmm. I mean, at the end of the day, this is one thing that was deep to me when I heard it. Man, I was, only one of your relationships is going to be as successful. Everyone else is a, every other one is a failure by definition. Mm-hmm. That's why I said you got something. You only got someone, one. And say yourself lucky. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, too. Um, I was reading something man a while ago about dating. All right, since we talking about it, um, and I got a young kid in the house. I got young kids. Yeah, who are yeah, yeah. dating age, and I'm seeing yeah, man. dating things. How it plays out, but at least twenties. Yeah. Um, I read something that said, you know, um, people could be trained to break up with each other. Like, if that's all you're doing with your younger relationships, all you're doing is learning how to break up with people. Like, mm-hmm. there's no like, you know what I mean? The relationships from like, you know, they've been together since they were like fucking seven or eight. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, those are the ones that you're gonna see that last. Otherwise, all you're doing is learning how to uh, detach in relationships. Yeah. You know what I mean? You had four or five boyfriends by the time you're 16, and you know what I mean? All, all you're learning is how to break up with people. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It, it, and it kind of struck true with me. I was like, eh, that, that's kind of true, you know, if you think about that's it. That's why I'm telling you guys right now, all you teenagers out there, you're listening to this, and you're in high school, your relationship is fake. <laughs> Straight up. I'm going to spit my water out. <laughs> that's, that's, it's fake. It's not real love. I don't care if y'all been together since the eighth grade. Give your girl until college years. We'll see. She introduced her to the football team. Uh-huh. And then she starts seeing men. You know, the college basketball team, you know. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's a, and that's just not me being... That's just me being real. And that's facts. I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, because how, many of y'all, how many of y'all still with your high school girl? I'm Thank not. you. No, I was. I, I got commitment issues, man. I got issues. I'm an addict and shit. <laughs> I got. I got, I got a lot of shit going on over here. Yeah, I got. I got a lot of shit going on, man. That's what I'm they, having a hard enough time being with me. There's no <laughs> say by the bell, Zach and Kelly out there. Right? <laughs> I ain't gonna bring. I ain't gonna subject somebody else to this. I'm having a hard yeah. enough time fucking that, just talking to me. <laughs> no, and no. And here's the thing with that too, because I was I was kind of having this conversation again with my homegirl right before this. I said, like, because, again, her and her guy, they'd been together, like, since they were, like, 18. And now yeah. they're 38, you know, divorcing. So they've been, like, bang, you know, 20. Oh. They're, 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 you know, so they've been together a long time. But it's, like, 
you know, again, again, sometimes things don't work out. Sometimes people are really supposed to be friends. You know, you grow apart. You know, things like that happen. Grow apart. You have other options. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You're interested in things. Exactly. Things happen. But but I was saying, like, but that's kind of ideal. Like, you did it how it's supposed to do. You're supposed to, again, get with your high school sweetheart, your college sweetheart. Especially in college, that's when you're supposed to meet, be meeting somebody that you can go ahead and build with. That's where you're going to be around the most like-minded people who are about something, going somewhere have similar goals after you get in the working world it's just so much harder to meet people because her thing now you know she's trying to get back on the dating world and again a lot of single brothers especially older guys a lot of older black men are single it's like the most you know black men are like the the most single of all men in terms of like not being married especially older ones and i'm like well yeah man well you're you know they're told to get the bag you're told to get everything else when you're young do all this stuff but you're not really investing in building relationships and even if you're out here fucking, even if you're out here getting it in, boom. Well, you mean to tell me none of those people was really trying to commit to you at all? Like, who have you invested in? Because that's where people, like, during the pandemic, they was lonely because, you know, who you invested in? That's who's going to be really around. Have you been investing in people that are unavailable? Have you been messing with people who are in relationships, married, all of that stuff? You know, or were you really investing in people that really were about it, liked you, could really be something? You know, that guy that you, that really treated you nice, treated you good, you give him some ass? Well, then, hey, man, you can probably circle back to that. Did you treat him well? Okay. Or did you do that to the dude that's no longer, and you knew he was no longer around? You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, on that. Girls have that all the time. Did you give girls, him girls, to girls and women, that's that's just their friend. You a good yeah, okay. friend. You treat me. You treat me how I want to be treated, but I just see you as a friend. Friends so on I'm, then, then complain like, to that guy okay, about all the bad decisions up. you make. Yeah, man. You know that's I know, why. But, I, that's why but, some women. I, that's why to me. That's why I look at relationships the way I do. I but think too. It's stupid. about hope. You know what I mean? Uh, it's it's in our human nature to hope and have faith in. You know oh, what I mean? That whole train of sale for me. I've seen yeah. enough. Mino's one step away from becoming a pimp, y'all. This man is one step away. Hey, all I'm saying is that life experiences like that with women, I can see why people cheat and become pimps. You know what I mean? When you get lied to and cheated on and all this and that, it's hard to still believe in love. And I'm not just saying that just because of my own experience. Take a look around. Ask your friends. They still with the ones they had a baby with. They still with the high school lovers. No. Are you LeBron in Savannah? Are you LeBron in Savannah, huh? Chances are what's most likely to happen is that the girl that you were in high school with is now dating your best friend and they're married. Damn, wait a minute, Mina. Hold on. That was very specific. All right, you guys a story somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about it. Yeah, hey, man. That has happened more often. I guarantee that you even know somebody that was with somebody, and now that person's with their best friend, and they or, or so for a group, or yeah, or somebody in that friend group. Yeah, a lot of hey, yo. That's why girls don't be wanting to introduce their man around their friends a lot of times, yo. Because a girl yeah. will fuck up a friendship about a man. Like, oh. be friends all this time, let a man come around. She. Fuck that bitch. <laughs> For real. And this is crazy, man, but it's like people think men cheat, women cheat on another level, and they can get mm -hmm. away with it. Because only oh, a woman would be on the phone with another girl or guy and say, oh, honey, that's so cute. And you would think it's another chick when it's a dude. Mm -hmm. I can't be on the phone with my homie and be like, oh, damn, honey, that's, that's, that's cute as hell. It don't sound right. <laughs> you know what I mean? But a girl, <laughs> they can say, honey, babe, all that can be a guy or girl they're talking to. Women are the sneakiest people in the world. 
Mm-hmm. Because they're more socially adept. Again, you even look up, you know, we girls start talking. No, because us men, we put them on a high pedestal. Do you think oh, yeah. we should have a, a woman president? Think we should have one? Yeah, do you think? Uh, no, that sounds like the case. I think if there was a woman pre- who qualified to be president and could do a good job, then sure. But we should just have one to have one. Don't just be feeling well, bogus now. I'm going to be controversial. I'm going to just say, uh, because I, I had this conversation before, like, I don't know. Would you want, I would rather the women be on the Senate or something like that. You know what I mean? The pres- be president adjacent. You feel the, me? Get, yeah. Get, get, get. Like the president really, if you, and if you think about it too, it's probably better that way. Cause the men, uh, um, you mean like doing what Pelosi's doing? Biden said, don't go. She's like, fuck you. But that Pelosi, 137 years old, and bro. Like, yeah, you got to fix that shit, too. Like, there should be a time limit. So you can't have that. politics. She's so deep invested, man. These I'm people talking about having that. would be a good position for a younger woman. You know what I mean? Um, and But I think it, it, putting your country first, you kind of wanted to have, like, this uh, strong, dominant uh, feel to it, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're putting the... I, really, I, I always say this, too, is I, I feel like the president's just a fall guy anyway. That motherfuckers ain't really got a whole Bruh. lot I'm trying you know, to tell you get blamed for everything. They got a whole lot of horror, but they're, 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 they're the fall guy. The Senate mm. is the people that's actually fucking making, you know, the, the decisions. Yeah, the mm. House. Yeah, the House and the Senate. Yeah. But in the, but here's the thing, too, because I've seen it work in other countries. Again, shout out to, um, again, the Margaret Thatchers of the world. Few and far between, though. Again, yeah, Margaret Thatcher, the Iron Lady, you know, Prime Minister in the UK, like really, you know, heck of a leader, you know, in history, from what I understand. So, I mean, yeah, it can be done. Um, it happens in other countries as well. But, again, you got to be the right one, though. And women have to support you. Again, Hillary Clinton thought she had it in the bag, didn't she? Thought, again, hubris. That thing is, was a textbook like lesson. Said, hubris thought she had it in the bag. But let's you say, can't even win her own demographic. White women didn't vote for her, actually, the majority. So, until again, it's not even about us. We can think there can be a woman president all we want if the ladies don't agree. Yeah, they not there. The ones vote. That's what I'm saying. So they're the Congress, uh, the House of Representatives, and the Senate. Yeah, you know yeah, yeah. Now, now lesson for y'all. Yeah, people. yeah. That's the legislative uh, branch, and then there's the executive branch, which it carries out the laws. The president, mm-hmm. vice president, cabinet. You know, and that's the most federal agents. You know, FBI. Uh, and then there's the judicial branch, and that is uh, the evaluating courts. They they alter the laws and then they pass those. Uh, they also signed off on, on passing those too. So, I mean, you have oh. to vote for all three. What they yeah. do is now they just shed more light on the executive. No, branch. no, no, no. You don't. We we only vote for um two of them. You don't. We don't vote for Supreme Court. No. They're appointed by the president. Yeah, yeah. And, and yeah, that's exactly. the legislative and the judicial. Exactly. Right? And so, they, so they've been in a little bit of hot water, you know, about some. They, uh, they, they fucked it a little bit. So now you can only vote for. The executive branch, which is this this middle fucking person, you know what I mean? Um, and and they make you feel like this person's power. He's a fault guy, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? They, they blame this. And yeah, you could literally be like, "Yo, like, I, I tried, niggas." Like, here's the thing. I explained it. I explained it to one of my exes. I was like, "Yo, man, the way I looked at like a, a marriage, like we get married, it's like you know, I, I didn't grow up with kings and queens like that. You feel me? Mm-hmm. I grew up with presidents and vice president, so." This is administration, our household. I'm president, you vice president. Yeah. You know why? Here's the thing. Here's the thing. It's not like you have control, you have power, all this stuff, right? However, I'm not going to, I know if state goes wrong, they don't say, oh man, 
you know, the uh, Gore is really fucking up. The Gore administration. No, they yeah. said Clinton is fucking up. Yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah. When, Biden, when Obama was in office, they didn't blame Joe Biden. No, Obama messing up. We didn't blame Mike Pence. No, Trump messing up. That's just what it's going to be. If there's financial problems, there's issues in the marriage, y'all didn't go wrong, people going to be looking at me. Well, no. Uh, and see, that's... I, I don't know. I feel like it... it... Uh, but mm-hmm. that's where you know women don't want to have to take the back seat. You know what I mean? No, no, I'm not. Um, I'm just saying. So, no, you're, you're shotgun. No, you riding shotgun. We we go in the same direction. My navigator. I'm driving. You the navigator. You more, have more legislative. Role. You know yeah, what I mean? Y'all married... y'all come together, and if you got kids or something, have them be like the 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 house. You got to we got to run this together. <laughs> like all of all of us collectively. Like, what do we think in, uh, about making decisions and shit like that? So it's not exactly. like a tyrant. Because um, no, man, I was thinking about, exactly right. Yeah, next to me, I was right thinking now. about that. You know, it's a communism type of regime in your household, so wow. it's like you know, what I mean, I don't want to be forcing, even though it's for the greater good, because that's what the whole communism thing was about as well. Like it was for the greater good of everybody. But who is these niggas at the top that's receiving the best benefits, and these people at the bottom mm-hmm. are treated like slaves? You know yeah. what I mean? So I get that too. So mm-hmm. I mean, and you don't want your kids to feel like you know what I mean. Nothing you say matters. At all, because it's my decision at the end of the day, just, you know, just because. Mm-hmm. So you want everybody to have a say-so in it so we all feel a part of it and we all take care of it, you know? See, and, but, it, and again, there's, there's, a, there's, there's something to that, you know, people feel included and involved. Um, yeah. But I think, you know, leadership and order and structure, that also yeah. brings a lot of, you know, I think that's our job, you know what I'm saying, as men in the household to bring some order and structure because it's good especially for kids, especially for people growing up, to have order, to have structure, you know, cuts down on anxiety, you know, things like that, man. And that's what, you know, our kind of job is, our responsibility. Yeah. You know, and, and again, you can't abdicate that. You know, guys, no, we got to hold that. We got to make sure we do that because I think, you know, we get passive and it's easier just to pawn it off. Just, you know, ask your mom for everything, da-da-da. But that stuff oh, don't yeah. go well. There's a resentment there. They don't want to have to make all those decisions. They really don't want to have to you know, be responsible for oh, everything yeah. like that. No, that's your job, bro. Like, but you said it's easier to sometimes just be like, hey, man, go in there and ask your mom. You know? I'm telling you, and again, we get used to it. And then we <laughs> I ain't going to lie. I did that a lot. I ain't going to lie. Right. I was like, man, go in there and ask your mom. Y'all. Man, but, but here's the thing. There, there is that, but there can be a resentment that builds up. Yeah. You know? Yeah. There, there can be low key. She yeah. really probably no, that's... <laughs> And dude, you're 100% right. And I mean, we we just talking it out and, and hashing it out, you know? I I told my daughter this too, man. Like being a parent is a learning curve. You know what I mean? I've never been a parent. You never been in a kid before. I've never been a parent before. You know, we trying to figure this shit out together. You know, uh, so I'm I'm gonna make some mistakes. You know, you're gonna make some mistakes. We're gonna be all right though. You know. <laughs> no. You know? And again, that agreement. We in this thing together. Yeah, so no yeah. matter what, we're tied together. You're in the administration. No matter what. Yeah. Aaron, last name exchange. Hey, you part of this thing too. And so yeah. we're going down with the shit. We fail. Yeah. Oh, we yeah. rise together. But my whole thing was, again, it's just the analogy of the president and vice president. It's because at the end of the day, responsibility. And I don't yeah. ever want to, you know, abdicate my responsibility or something that I'm supposed to be handling to my, you know, significant other, my wife or whatever. You know, yeah. putting, you know, undue burden on them. I think it's important um, to know what know what you're supposed to be doing and holding that down because usually that's enough to do you know yeah. and i think a lot of times we get disrespectful for our roles um on tv it, it happens too because on sitcoms all the time it's the idiot father it's the dumb husband it's the I love know, it. Love it, again it's, it's a funny trope but again it's really disrespecting leadership like it's and it gets in our heads 
Oh, Al. <laughs> Al you ever, ever watch Love and Marriage? Oh, uh, yeah, Married with Children. That's Married with Children. Married. I used to watch it. That's how you knew it was late. Remember when that shit came on? You knew yeah, it was. <laughs> <Maybe. laughs> you know With that big fountain come up, the big fountain. Yeah. Yep, because it was in Chicago. I think it was based yeah. out of man. And it was These like, kids ain't never know they got Netflix. You don't know what it. Remember, you knew the time of day by what was on TV. Bro, we're not the on demand generation. They're yeah, on demand the on generation. <laughs> they are on demand generation. Bro, it was after school. You know what I mean? You had like around six o'clock, seven o'clock. Oh, man, for real, man. Those were the days when and you now knew when you were then. Girls were girls and men were men. Yeah. Hell yeah. You're going to get canceled, Eric. You better not. Don't start that. Don't you come in here with all of that. <laughs> <laughs> but no, but here's the thing, too. Again, I guess we could, you know, wrap up on this. I don't like the idea, like, again, even the way marriage is fair, we're talking about people aren't, you know, in relationships like they used to be and stuff like that. Because it's not even portrayed. It's not promoted like that. Even the institutions, the churches, whatever we were more tied to, those were places that promoted monogamy, promoted a man and woman being together. Now, that's just it's just not the case. It's not promoted. Now, if it's an issue, peace. Get the bag and run. You know what I'm saying? Even shows nowadays. Where the shows of it, guys, man, they're not showing. It's not together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. You know, it's like, it's like, man, what happened to family matters? Oh, house. Whatever happened to the sensibilities? Hey. And a paper boy, evening TV. Well, like, shows a good message and about family and all that stuff. They don't exist anymore. I've never seen shows where it's the baby daddy living with his baby mama, but they're not together raising kids. And it's like, sad thing that that's reality now. That's, mm-hmm. that's, that's family now. Shit, that's, that's me over here. Shit, you know what I mean? Well, you, you, ain't ain't no, you ain't no, you ain't no teen. But I'm saying they got there's, there's no team for people because the roles yeah. of a family are no longer roles. It's just people it's trying to raise show. family. People are trying to raise two separate families. Yeah. One. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't work. Well, you got two people with two different uh, views and beliefs, and you know, yeah. and they don't share. Yeah. This, you know why? It all started because people have no self control and they just want to fuck. But man, I'm a bro, pro- that's always come on, man. People been wanting to fuck, bro. Like, I, I, that's what exactly. they got. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. People just want to fuck. There's no family values. It's all made up. But but here's the thing. This thing was a lie. Like I said, your relationship with you in high school, you in a relationship. That's a fake relationship. She don't love you. These hoes ain't loyal. Exactly. I'm sorry. I mean, women right now probably all me was just a hater. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm just being honest. Yeah, that's them words of me, no? His, uh... <laughs> oh, yeah, we just like, it's like you, so could, we start you, could, you could judge me and do this and that. <laughs> but at the end of the day, ask me if I give a fuck. I agree if I give a fuck. Yeah, this ain't, this ain't, uh, this ain't, um, consider your mind people trying to help your self esteem and your mental health. Nah, nah, we talking right now. As a young guy, because as a young guy too, you do get shitted on this world. You're always told oh, yeah. how broke you are and you are because you ain't got that. You got to get there as a man. You know what I'm saying? You always feel like you're getting stunned on by older guys. Even you're in the work world, you're getting sunned all the time. You know, mm-hmm. you're getting beat down. And well, yeah, because all the women, you, you know, they spend their whole life being raised saying men ain't shit. 
there you go. And again, and again, that's your mama telling you that, everybody, your aunties, and that mm-hmm. gets in your head. And so when you see yourself in the mirror looking like a man, again, you start to hate yourself. And no. I think that's, I think that, no, here's the thing. I think that's why a lot of guys too, it's a lot easier to go the more feminine route. It's hard being a man because if you, mm-hmm. now you got to be a superman. No, you can't just have regular money. You got to have money, money. No, yeah. you got to be, no, no, you got to. Um, Nah, that's you can't why just be a regular guy no more. Like that's why I agree. Now I don't agree with everything this guy says, but a good majority <laughs> of the things he says I agree with, and that's Andrew Tate. What he say? He's a genius, I think. Yeah, oh, the comedian guy? No, Andrew Tate. Oh, Andrew Dude. Tate. He's on YouTube a lot, right? Yeah, he been saying Toxic some crazy shit. Guy. Yeah, he be oh, saying some crazy shit. But some of the things he says are facts. That's why I seen him at. Yeah, some of the things he says is on point, but some of the things he says are just... I think I know what you're talking about. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know this dude, Andrew Tate. I've seen him, yeah. I like, especially when he says uh, most men are uh, invisible. He's like, you could be a four. A woman could be a four at the club, fat as shit, and still get attention. Yeah. And it's Bro, like... That is yeah, true. That's no, no. Because okay. no, he said being a man is competitive. It's the most competitive thing you could ever be in. We have to compete with other men that are trying to be, you know, whatever. There's a there's an interview I'll show y'all later that he says and he spits everything he says in there on point. The girl didn't say nothing. And saying it's to a girl, I'm like, that's what's up. So, no, like I said, he's a very controversial guy. I don't believe that in everything he says, but some of the things he touches on. No, it, uh, that whole guy's being invisible because girls will say, you know, um, they the only ones that they see are the ones they're attracted to. Those are the ones that count. So if you ask a chick, man, well, like, you know, she likes tall guys or whatever. It was like, okay, so, you know, well, they'll be like, well, how, how tall do you think most guys are? They're like, well, most guys are like six feet tall, right? And it's like, <laughs> no, most guys are not six feet tall, actually. Like, uh, but the guys that you're attracted to, perhaps. So those are the ones that you see. But you're not yeah. thinking about the guy in the grocery store checking out your bags or whatever. That he's yeah. five seven. The other guys around you are about five nine. You know, your brothers, your how tall is your dad? Again, men in general, they don't think of it like that. It's just the guys that they're attracted to. And so that's why they'll say, There's no guys around here. No, what they're saying is or there's no guys, I can't get no guy. No, you can't get any guys that you actually are attracted to and see. Because there's guys who are probably trying to get your attention. Da, da, da. They don't count. A girl could be DMs blowing up, messages out the ass, but they're unread if the guy's not attractive. Dudes is just thirstier. Dude. No, no, because, no we're more competitive. We're more sexually opportune because here's yeah. the thing. Women are more guaranteed to have a child and reproduce because yeah. at the end of the day, they can get on. You know, She can be baby mom or girlfriend or number two yeah. or three or five or whatever, get a baby. Guys... We have to really convince a woman to, you know, woman to want to sleep with us, and then well, like nowadays said, so like, have our whole baby. Yeah, so like if a, if a four walks into the club, you know, dudes are just thirsty; they're still gonna look. If a dude who's a four walks into the club, mm-hmm. you saying no he, ain't gonna, he ain't gonna mm-hmm. get no attention? None. And that's that's a conversation I really want you guys to get from Andrew Tate. Yeah, yeah. Like a guy see out the yacht, thirty years to get all that money, buy a boat, and go to all this. Yeah. She's a hot girl on there. What does the hot girl have to be? Party y'all just hot. Uh, yeah, and that's and their lifestyle. They get used yeah. to that stuff. They get used to stuff. And then so by the yeah. time, you know, what we get ourselves together as man, boom, 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 we're experiencing this stuff later than they are. And they've been there, done that. And it's, you know. What if people just date within a class then? 
If you a four, you need to go be with another four. You mean assortative mating? That's called assortative. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. women. Here's the thing. You know why that will never work? Because why? women would rather share all of a man that they share a man that they want to have a piece of him than have all of them like than actually have a hundred percent of a good dude that they don't don't want. They'd rather be the side chick, bro. Oh, you saying they rather date out of their league? Because I'm just saying, Absolutely. if you if you a four or a five, you should be they don't with want a four, four or five. five. No, yeah. girls don't want another four or five. They want guys, especially nowadays, man. Like it's about you your looks, ten? bro. You the- In the swipe left, swipe right era, trust yeah. me, bro. They that's how you breathe. That's better than best. The tens go with the tens. The nines go with the nines. You know what I mean? You, you, that's the no, how you reproduce. The thing, the think about it. Think think about it. It's like it's like okay, you got the scale. Like put them side by side. Men, women, you rank them one out of ten. Boom, boom, boom. You would think, you know, like who they would date right across from them, or maybe down one or two. Dude, if a guy is a ten or a nine or something like that, he'll go all the way down to a four. If it's just, if they're, especially if they're coming through, it's convenient. You know, it's just smashing. But and a woman, it doesn't go do the that. same way. She doesn't go she all the do way that. down. But now here's that what that does. Now that yeah. four has smashed a nine. Now that's her standard. She really believes that that's what nine. she deserves. Like unicorn. But exactly. I'm just saying that, most... shit, that shouldn't happen. Then that's what that's what I'm saying. Like if you got the toughest lion out there in the jungle, and he's gonna mate with the toughest. Uh, uh, lioness out there, you know what I mean? So they can create the best fucking version. Yeah, to but, but here's the thing: what you, you know, he, he no, he sleeps with them all. He gets the toughest one, and the second toughest one, and the third toughest one, and the fourth well, that's toughest. If you don't get challenged. He got to fight other lions exactly. for that spot. There you go. You know and what I mean? If he be, to the victor, yeah. the male world spoils. is competitive. Hell yeah! To, again, Nate, to the victor goes Nate. the motherfucking spoils, bro. And if that new yeah. lion, and guess what? If that new lion beats him. That's what he's gonna do it to all that old lion's cubs. Kill him. Yeah. Kill him. Yeah, and so the girls will go back and heat so he can make his family. It's about no, it's no. Yeah. <laughs> it's very yeah, highly we'll, competitive we'll, out here. We'll definitely dive into that more next week. It's definitely Black a people. very, very Black good topic yeah. to talk about. And I don't want people to think that Mino here is uh hates women. I love women. The He Man Woman Hates Club. Yeah. But <laughs> I will say how I see it, and that's just my life experiences. And I'm just sharing. Uh, you gotta go that, let's, you... let's let's finish this off with this question that I have for y'all. Right? I bet. Mm-hmm. In your own words, what is the difference between living and just existing? Mm-hmm. I would say. Go ahead. Um, a sense of purpose slash goals. I think you know you got to have goals and life goals are important. You got to be striving towards something. And I think, like I said, purpose slash, because if you have a purpose in life, then that usually comes with some goals. Right. You know, if LeBron, like he, his purpose in life, he decided I want to be a basketball player, the best one there was, well then, how does that define? Then there's these championships and games you have to win. You know, there's things that'll come along with it. So I think that's the difference, man, instead of uh, living in existence. So overall, finding purpose. Yeah, finding some purpose and getting the goals and going after those goals that come with that. I keep shit living, man. Very well put. I definitely agree right. with that. All what right. about you, Steve? Um, I'm gonna come at Eric. Uh, I I think the difference. There's a couple things. Uh, one is uh, you only live once. To opposed to saying you only die once. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, living to just not die. You know, I feel kind of like that's existing, and I feel like. That's kind of what Mayweather does with uh I know you like Mayweather. That's why I said I'm gonna come back. <laughs> uh I feel like he fights to not lose, right? And I think 
I think Livin is a lot like that. He 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 just doesn't want to lose. You know, so his defense game and all that kind of stuff, he's not coming to knock somebody out. He's winning the game of life, my friend. I know. I in in terms of like existing or living, I feel like living is going out the win. Existing is playing to not lose. You know, just like surviving. You know what I'm saying? I guess man, it's hard for me to call an undefeated fighter who's a champion for no, like no, no. twenty years, nineteen, I, like nineteen I, to twenty years. Like I, I love Mayweather, and I don't want you know right. big big ups to the big house. Exists. I'm pretty sure he dominated. But all right, he, all right, he but, uh, is, he's dominated. He's one of the 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 best to ever do it. You know, um, but I don't know. And I'm not, and, and, not and, enough chances. Uh, you know, not enough knockouts. I'm also not a huge not a huge boxing dude either, but um. I just when I did watch him, I just feel like man, this dude just in there trying not to win. I were like, he just trying not to lose. Like uh, he ain't really going to try to knock this motherfucker's head it's out. Like, like, it's like Hillary Clinton I, 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 that last debate she had with. It was like Hillary Clinton in that debate she had after you know the grab him by the pussy thing. We thought it was over. Once that came out, grab him by the pussy. Oh, it's a wrap when he gets in this yeah. debate. And you saw Hillary <laughs> just mail the shit in. She just showed up. Hmm? Oh shit! Remember what you said? I was used to Tyson. Tyson, I feel like he's more living. Oh, I knew. And- Mayweather is. You see the look on my face, Mino. You see the disappointment on my face. Seriously, I apologize for being a little late. Um, I had gotten to a heated conversation with my wife, and and I was like, "Well, I'm gonna bring a little bit of it up uh, with the fellas." So thank y'all for uh, uh, yeah, uh, and, and rolling with it with me, man, on this journey. Yeah, man, we rolling with the punches. Episode thirty-one. Check it out, people. But yeah, what about you? What's your difference? Um, for me, I heard a quote that said, uh, "Everybody dies, but not everyone lives." Living means experiencing every day. Pretty sure that's Drake. For what it is, yeah. And I was like, you know what? That's true. Everyone does die. No, not everyone gets a chance to live because by whatever life experiences they have, they don't get the chance to live the way they want to live. But to me, living is just doing the things that brings you happiness, that brings you joy, to actually enjoy life for what it is. That's living. Whether it's spending time with family, going travel the world and see what it has to offer, eating and sampling different foods, Viewing different places, that's living. You're seeing the world. You know what I mean? Meeting new people with stories to tell. Because everyone has a story, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's like, and that's another thing why I love meeting new people and building those relationships because at the end of the day, I'll have an endless book of stories of people I've met and I could take with me forever to the grave. And it's like through other people, I'm kind of traveling the world too. Or even traveling back in time. When I sit and talk to my mom about her younger days mm. of traveling, you know, I'm traveling back in time with her. And it's like, you know, even meeting old ladies at my old work and talking about World War II and Pearl Harbor, what it was like when they were there and stuff like that. Like I'm living those memories with them. Wow, that's crazy. I would have never known about uh, the cook that was there at Pearl Harbor when the bombs came down, if I had never said hi to her, you know, like I wouldn't have known her story. So it's like, it's crazy. Like people have stories to tell. You just got to be willing to open up and be like, hey, how are you doing? What's your story? So to me, that's living. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, sweet, bro. But yeah, I, I mean, that's all I got for this week, guys. We've ended up a little deep. 
And yeah, we got, definitely got some heated conversations. But uh, other than that, man, you see us every Monday at 6 p.m. You see me and Eric from the city of mine Sundays at 6. So without further ado, nothing else to say. We'll see you next week. Peace. Peace. Aight. Very, very nice, fellas. Hell yeah. Grease. I'm at y'all's late. and got into it. I'm <laughs> good. I don't forgive you, Steve. This is... Let me, let me show y'all this one. It's just a three-minute clip. This one also. Hey, man, man. I'm not going to say it because I remember I used to watch it on the rest of the day.